Good evening, friends. Uh, welcome to uh, tonight's Front Porch. Good to be with you. It is uh, an absolutely beautiful evening here in Northwest Ohio. It is definitely not fall today. Uh, temperatures well up into the 70s, almost into 80s. Whew. It got hot and humid this afternoon, I think because of the uh, ton of rain we've had. And, and we're going to get more here tomorrow, but uh, we're going to enjoy uh, what we do have here today. You know, friends, as we as we come together to uh, to join in this in this time, um, you know, I I tell you, there's a lot that a uh, lot to be in prayer for today, and uh, uh, you know, we give thanks to at least I want to give thanks to our our communities here in Northwest Ohio who do what they can for their students to ensure they have access to to learning, whether it is at home or in the classroom. I know a lot of schools are in person; some are still. Uh, Still not quite in person, but that is okay. And uh, I just give thanks to them because because they have such a daunting task. And, and the reality is, there's no there's no great um, there's no great answer to any of it. There's there is a challenge in in all that they face. But I tell you what, um, so much depends on looking at a situation and just saying we're gonna we're gonna roll with this. And, and, and in truth, they have to accept some guidance, too, from outside sources. And, and for, for a lot of us, in truth, you know, receiving guidance is, is so, uh, so hard, I think, because, because we're brought up in a world and a society that says, you know, I have, to, I have to do things for myself. I have to figure things out for myself. And, and receiving guidance from others can be so, so difficult. But, but for, our, for our administration, for our teachers, for for even our parents as we go into this season we're in. And, and, and I know as we enter into the winter months, we're going to see more activities. I know uh, I know here in Northwest, in our community here in Northwest Ohio, that um, some students had to be sent home because of a COVID uh, diagnosis. And uh, we're going to pray for them and hope the best in, in, in their journey right now. But, but, but too, you know, I, I'm so thankful for, for what uh, our school districts do, truly do attempt to do. I was reading an article out west, uh, New Mexico, where a student walks to school every day, um, and and I swear it said ten miles, but don't hold me to that. But in any event, he walks to an empty school building so he can use the Wi-Fi at the building, so that he can then in turn get his work done. Because if he doesn't, if he lived in California, as an article I read, he'd go to jail. His parents could go to jail. He could face thousands of dollars in fine. It, it's so crazy that that in California of all places, if if your students uh, miss just a little bit of of Zoom meetings, um, they consider because of laws that have been passed, your your student is truant, and if you're truant, then you as a parent could be arrested, or you're even your child, and in turn you could face a year in jail. So think about this: your student is at home trying to do Zoom, you don't have internet, and all of a sudden now um, you're thinking you may end up going to prison for a year. All because you couldn't afford to have internet in your house, and that nuts. But but all of this requires a great level of guidance from others, and and I know that at least here, and I can just speak to to what I've witnessed. I'm not in the midst of it, but I know that they're doing the best they can based on the guidance that they've received. And 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 when we receive guidance, there's a there's a trust that goes into that. There's a level of trust that we have to have, and for a lot of us to get to that place where we trust the guidance we receive. It is so difficult because because we get, I think we get into a place of where we tell ourselves 
I got this. I understand it. And and when we look at the outside world we live in, that's one thing. But when we look at our spiritual lives, the guidance we receive from God is so critical to our journey of faith. And, and it's hard to hear that because God is going to, quite honestly, at times, send us down a path that for some of us, we are not ready to go down. But yet God pushes us down that path. And, and I think it is, it is so imperative and so important that we recognize how important it is to trust God. But as we trust God, it is to receive his guidance. Book of Isaiah, we, we read uh, a very powerful message here in which it says in verse 3, Those of steadfast mind keep you in peace, in peace because they trust in you. So, so we read in this that the prophet Isaiah is saying that, and this is a song, mind you, if you go back to the beginning of chapter 26, uh, it's a song that is sung in the land of Judah. It's celebrating, it is celebrating what God has done for the people of Israel, for the people of Judah. And, and, and so as, as, as we sing this song, um, and, and, and just a little side note, the 25th and 24th chapters of Isaiah are all tightly connected. Uh, they're all, in a sense, one big chapter, but, but it's broken into three parts. But here as we read this, this praise song that we read in chapter 26, it is about the fact that Israel has been restored home and that we're going to sing praises to God. And part of that praise is to acknowledge that God has guided them through this difficult time of being exiled. God has guided them home and they place their trust in God. And so God, through his spirit, has, has rewarded them in a sense. And so it says in verse 3, those that have a steadfast mind keep God in peace. Um, now, it's interesting when we think about peace, right? We think of, of stillness. But, but this peace also means, when we look at the translation, is completeness. It is soundness. It is health. It is quiet. It is relationships that are whole. So, so it, it means a lot more than just, just the peace that, that we describe when, when two warring factions are at each other. And, and then all of a sudden there's a peace that is laid between them. We talk about rest and peace. There's no more battles that someone goes through when when they, they leave this earthly world and we say with a joy may they rest in peace from their earthly labors because now they're in in the presence of god and i think for a lot of us as we look at our own journeys of life it is i mean it downright friends it is so so important that we hold on to that because because we know that that this world we're in is it is topsy-turvy. It is upside down. A lot of times things don't make sense. And so so we we get frustrated. We get angry, whatever. But then we want someone to point us to the direction we want to go, right? Too often in our lives, we, we tell ourselves, I want to improve on my life. I want to get better in my life. But, but we also know that, that we have to have guidance to do that. And, and some of us will say, without a doubt, I don't need any guidance. I'm, I'm wise. I know what's going on. I got it all laid out. And, and a lot of times it don't work out too well, does it? And so we get frustrated. We, we, we throw things up in the air. We're like, oh, man, why didn't this work out the way I thought it would? And, and then say, well, who helped you with it? Who, who guided you in that journey? And you're like, well, no one guided me. I was figuring it out on my own. 
that ain't gonna work out. You might get there. You might end up in the destination you're in, but it's a much, much harder journey than if you had gone the other way. And, you know, the thing about last night when I was talking about being on a journey with Christ, being on a journey and enjoying that journey, because a lot of times the destination is not as important as the journey to get there. But on that journey, we have to trust that those that speak into our lives, that God, as God guides you in that journey, you got to have that trust in him. you got to place a trust in God because because he'll come through. And, and he might guide you down a path you're not ready to walk, but he will guide you on it. He will tell you things that that you need to hear, that you need to understand. And I think it's it's such importance that that if we don't place our faith and trust in him, well, that at times we're, we're going to end up more frustrated, <laughs> more angry, more uh, disgusted at, at, the, at what's going on because we end up not at where we wanted to get to. And so the journey we're on is even worse. And all we had to do was trust God. Say, God, I, I know you got my back. I know you're pointing me in the right direction. And, and I'm following you, Lord, in this journey. Because there is a difference, right? You follow the world and the world will give you guidance. But it's not going to give you guidance so you have peace. It's not going to give you guidance so you have hope. It's just going to give you guidance. It's just going to point you in a direction. And it don't care if it's good, bad, or ugly. It doesn't even care if you have peace in your life, have hope or joy. In fact, I think the world would rather you not have it. Now, there's also a part that says for a lot of us in this life, we're, we, we struggle with receiving guidance because, because we have been let down before. But part of the struggle there is that the guidance that we receive from the world, which does let us down, is not the same as the guidance from God. Now, you might ask yourself, well, where do I get my guidance? Where, where, do I, where, can, I, where can I find guidance in this life? Especially from God. You know, that comes from Scripture, friends. The Scriptures, over and over again, have taught us and, and pointed us in a direction that says, here's how God calls us to live our lives. And I know, for some of us, we're going to interpret those messages differently. But at the core of it all, God is truly guiding us. God is guiding each, each and every one of us in that journey. And, and friends, you have got to, you've got to put your trust in that. Because God is going to show you the way. It, it got so, so, I think, I don't want to say hard, but it got so much for God that he ended up sending his son to earth so that we would have peace. We would have joy. And we would know the great guidance that Christ gives to us. And that's where it comes from. So we have to hold on to. So if you're seeking guidance tonight, especially from, from God, if you need guidance tonight from, from Him, I want to encourage you in the Scriptures. I want you to listen to that verse from Isaiah 26.3. Those of steadfast mind. Again, this, this steadfast mind, by the way, and let me pause there real just briefly, means means a, a mind who is focused totally on God. That, that that you may not understand who God is yet. You may not understand your relationship with Jesus and how the Holy Spirit works yet, but your mind is at least laser-focused there because there's a lot of distractions that are going to pull you off that. And so having that steadfast mind then allows you 
to keep God in your life, to listen to God as he guides you, and to have the peace you seek. Now, there's a lot of other things you can do. I want to encourage you, if, you, if you're really, really needing that in your life, look in, look in the book of Psalms. Beautiful passages of text in which we hear God guiding David, and then David acknowledging that guidance, and then in turn celebrating the guidance. David gets mad at God. David will shake his fists at God. But in the end of it, there's that hallelujah at the very end of the book of Psalms, in which David acknowledges what God has done for him in his life. And it's the same thing that you and I can do as well. And so I want to encourage you in that in that space. Encourage you in that walk, my friends. But tonight, friends, as we as we kind of shift our, our focus a little bit, as as we shift into a time of prayer, I I just want to uh, encourage you, if you will, to 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 pray for our students, especially those who who are in areas of our country. I mean, it just broke my heart to read that story of a young man having to walk um i don't know how far it was but it was not a short walk to hear and to know that for him to receive the access he needed he had to walk to an empty school walk to an empty school and then you know we got to pray for for those that make decisions when when someone does end up testing positive for covid that that they make a decision that it's not going to be popular, but they make a decision with the great guidance. We want to pray for them tonight. And then finally, friends, I want to encourage you to pray for our friends out West uh, in Colorado. I was reading <clears throat> here just in this little article I have up in front of me here and down here. It says that, that it grew so quickly that 30,000 acres were consumed. Um, and only 10% of that was by or, or contained by Wednesday evening. Only 3,000 of the 30,000 acres were contained, and it was just exploding. Um, Grand Lake, Colorado, yeah, Grand Lake, Colorado, and, and the areas around Rocky Mountain, under mandatory evacuation because the fires were spreading fast. And then I read something else where, where uh, you know, they talk about trying to prevent these. It's getting harder and harder and more difficult and more challenging. And um, we just want to pray for the men and women who are battling those blazes. I, can you just, I, I was trying to picture... 30,000 acres and then not even to count the, the fires out that have been out in California and Oregon and other places but but here's just a little space and th that land is being devastated the homes that, uh, of people living there are just being devastated and and they're leaving their houses thinking I can only imagine they're never going to see that place again because when they come home their house that they have lived in and called home may be burned to the ground and so we want to pray that the good, the good Lord reminds them that their house is here in their heart, not of the physical structure they have. And so, friends, I want to invite you uh, to join with me here today to pray for those things and to pray for everything else and to pray especially if you are needing guidance tonight, that you hear from Christ and you hear him saying to you, without a doubt, turn to me and let me guide you through the scriptures. Because Christ trying to speak to you tonight my friends with the words that have been passed down through the through the ages to you tonight i invite you to join with me my friends in a time of prayer the lord be with you tonight lord as as we come to you on the front porch as i sit here lord i'm reminded of your grace that is given to us all 
reminded, Lord, that as we seek you in this life, it does require a level of great trust. To trust that the journey that we are on will be better than the destination. It requires us, Lord, to trust that the guidance that you give to us through the scriptures, through the testimonies of those that witnessed your son in this world, that, Lord, is the message that we need. Lord, I know there is someone somewhere tonight. I don't know who, Lord, needs guidance. I invite you, Lord, to give that to him tonight. I pray for them. I pray for the students, for the children in this nation who every day wake up and struggle because they need their education. And in some cases, it's become harder, harder to get that. I ask, Lord, for protection grace for mercy upon the men and women who are battling the wildfires all over this nation. Especially tonight, Lord, I, I want to lift up our brothers and sisters in Colorado. I mean, I know there are, there are fires everywhere, Lord, but wherever, for whatever reason, Lord, they're on my heart tonight. Lord, bless them. Protect them. Give them strength and hope. Guide them in their daily walk. It's the same walk, Lord, that we all are on. Some are facing wildfires, some are facing fires from the world, in the heart or in the mind. I ask, Lord, that you bless us. Bless us all tonight. Keep us safe, Lord. And let us, in the midst of this chaos, celebrate you. Because it is on this journey, on this journey, that we see your face. We give thanks to you, Lord, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Friends, the, the number that is on the screen here, for those of you on, uh, on Facebook or, or YouTube or Twitter, you, please, if you have prayer needs, you can send a message to that number and I'll get it. And You can sign up and receive daily texts, but you can text that number and um, put the umc learn there and and, and we'll uh, make sure we're praying for you. And so, friends, as we go into this night tonight, I know, Lord, I know the Lord is going to be with you. I know that Jesus himself, who's been on the front porch with us tonight, is whispering into your heart, saying, He's here. He's here with you, and He's guiding your every steps. And so, friends, I thank you for stopping by tonight on the front porch and I look forward to tomorrow when we gather again as we close out another wonderful week. But until then, I invite you to listen, to seek, and above all else, to trust that your Lord, your Heavenly Father, is here tonight for you. God bless, my friends, and I'll see you tomorrow night right here on the front porch.